Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. This is Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. If my brother can put that down, oh. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm your host, Sasha Marina, and uh, today is That's the Movie with Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. What's up, bro? Hi. Sorry. I still had myself, like, muted. <laughs> can, you, can you hear me, or are you muted? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, so how's it going? Happy Labor Day. Uh, What was that? Happy Labor Day. What's oh, up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Happy Labor Day to you, too. Okay, so what's going on in your end of the world? Um, well, I guess the first thing I should talk about since last week uh, we didn't we didn't have our show was that um, Lord Richard Attenborough uh, had passed away at the age of ninety. Richard Attenborough, some of you didn't know, probably you'll remember him from Jurassic Park. He played Hammond, um, the guy who who pretty much created Jurassic Park in the movie. Cool, cool beans. Yeah, he had well, just passed away. He passed away. Yeah, he passed away at ninety years old. Wow. He's at over like seventy years. What, what was the cause? I don't know, man. He's ninety years old. He died at that age. Just that he's ninety years old. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he had suffered. He had suffered a stroke back in two thousand eight, and um, I guess he'd just been dealing with that, and he'd been living in a nursing home and stuff since since that time. That's a little pretty well, as long as it wasn't painful. That was a long life. Yeah. Seventy years of uh of of working in film, you know. That's a lot That's of years, crazy. man. That's a lot of time. <laughs> oh, may you so, uh, so was he involved in any way with with this new reboot of the of the Jurassic Park or no? Well, not reboot, sequel and no. He was, okay. He, he wasn't. All right. Well, they'll probably yeah. honor him and so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so what's, what's after that? Well, next bit of news is not even that, not even like you know really worth talking about, but I'm doing it anyways. Uh, Batman versus Superman has been having a lot of set photos lately, and one of them was just. Um, a tweet from Henry Cavill himself, and it's just this, a bunch of pictures uh, of him on set. One that seems to be a Jesse Eisenberg, but you can't tell if he's bald or not because he has a blanket over his head. So uh, he and said what something that is Jesse Eisenberg play? He, he's playing the villain. 
Lex Luthor. Okay. And okay. Um, because the, the villain is the, Lex Luthor is usually bald, that's why I'm mentioning that. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, this was tweeted the 31st of August, and in the tweet he said, if if uh, the set candidates that they promise, look for them on Tuesday. So tomorrow, um, they're probably going to tweet or release some more set photos that that are probably going to be better than the ones that have come out so far. So that's something to look forward to tomorrow, if anybody was wondering about that. <laughs> I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, so next bit is... Um, Joaquin Phoenix, because he's been in the news lately talking about uh, uh, Doctor Strange, which is a Marvel property, a comic book, and it's one of the next movies that seem to be, you know, coming up after, like, Captain America and all that stuff. So he's been, he's been you know, rumored for a while, and apparently it seems that he's in final negotiations, like he's in final talks with, um, with becoming, you know, uh, Doctor Strange which is pretty cool. And, uh, and and the weird thing is that recently there have been a rumor that uh Jack Houston who was in um who's in Boardwalk Empire was was being rumored to play um Doctor Strange, which is kind of weird if he's in final negotiations or final talks that that rumor just popped out of nowhere. Again, it's a rumor, so it's probably not real, but rumors don't come out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood has their science, and at the end of the day, nothing is really, you know, the rumors are there for a reason, it's probably, I'm sure that, I, I, I mean, I could see him playing whatever it is, he, he's a good guy, good actor. Yeah. So anyways, uh, more Marvel news. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy has the highest dom- grossing um, domestic release of 2014. Domestic releases mean within the U.S., so this is not including the money they've made worldwide. Within the U.S., this year alone, they've made $262,142,000, and that beat um, Captain America from this year. So Captain America, uh, you know, before this one had had the had the, you know the highest domestic gross gross uh, of all year, but now Guardians of the Galaxy does, and it's probably going to reach $300 million. Well, I saw. Oh, yeah. I yet have to go see it. I've heard a lot of good reviews about it, um, so I, I still need to go. Yeah, it was I mean, a really good your movie. Because you saw it twice. Yeah, what the movie was, was really, was really, was really, really good. Um, I, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but a lot of people who didn't like it just didn't like it because it was so famous. It got, it was so successful. That's what happens a lot of the time. But I can understand why a lot of people also would not enjoy it too. There, there was probably a, like really the few complaints I had. There was a few jokes here and there. They were pretty stupid and lame, but most of the movie was pretty enjoyable. And the only complaint I've heard about the movie was that it was an origin story. That it was just an origin story of how they were created. And for some reason, a lot of people don't like origin stories. For me, I don't care. I enjoy it. And on top of that, with such a pro- with a property like Guardians of the Galaxy, that nobody knows what the hell they are. Even people who read comics barely know who the Guardians of the Galaxy are. So imagine trying to sell this to you know your average moviegoer. So I was fine with it being, you know, an origin story. But besides that, the movie just was was great all around. It was just a very entertaining summer blockbuster and probably one of my favorite, you know, Marvel movies in a while. Probably since The Avengers because there's been tons of Marvel movies that haven't been really that enjoyable. 
but I think this is probably up there with one of the top five. And I'm including Marvel, like, you know, the Fox-owned Marvel movies, like like X-Men and everything. So this year yeah, is, a pretty, is a pretty good year with movies so far. It's had some crap, but, yeah. I think that a lot of people, besides not knowing, like, what the story's about, like, I think they... they uh, they confuse the movies for being something like, um, how can I say, like, too kiddish, I guess because of the colors and the way that the movie's presented. So a lot of people, like, for instance, Jess, he doesn't, he thinks that he won't like the movie just because it looks like it, you know. It looks all science fiction-like, and I mean, it depends. and, And why wouldn't you like it if it's all science fiction? Because that's exactly what every superhero movie that's come out in these past few years have been like. Yeah. You know, except for, uh, you know, um, the Winter Soldier, the Win- Captain America, the Winter Soldier was probably, at least from the Marvel movies, the least sci-fi out of all of, out of all the Marvel movies that have been released. You know, it was more it was more like this very elaborate spy movie about spy th- a thriller of some kind. It was not really a Marvel movie, but it was that, that's, that was that was still good either way. And that's and that's kind of the funny thing is that. A lot of these movies, both the Marvel movies that come out this year, have not felt like Marvel movies. They felt very different from the usual Marvel movie formula, and maybe that's the reason why they've been they've been so critically, you know, acclaimed. Right. So, right. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving on then. Uh, some more uh, Marvel news, but not really like. Uh, no big news. It's just recently when um, Ben Kingsley, who played uh, this is spoilers for Iron Man three. If anybody has ever seen it, has not seen it. Um, ben Kingsley played the Mandarin, who spoiler turned out to be Trevor Slattery, who was an actor impersonating this fake character called the Mandarin. But when um, I think it was the DVD released of of the Dark World, there was a short film on it called All Hail the King. And it was about Trevor Slattery in in jail, and he got visited by the whole by the whole organization or the group of people that follow the Mandarin. And Mandarin turned out to be a real person. And recently, in an interview, he said something for his movie he's doing, uh, The Box Trolls. He said something uh, kind of funny that would not be a bad idea, you know, to try and save the whole idea. Was he said that has. Has the man- Mandarin invented tre- Trevor, or has Trevor invented the Mandarin? So he's trying to say is that probably the Mandarin himself created Trevor, you know, as as a mask. He says this all in his as in a his decoy. quote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he created he created him as 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 something to hide behind. So in fact, Trevor Slattery is the Mandarin, but he's just using the the actor, the fake actor, as a facade. So that's pretty a pretty smart. cool, uh, you know, pretty cool thing. That that's just that's just saying that Ben Kingsley probably wants to come back and play the Mandarin again. He just really he just wants to look for a reason for it. And you know, I would not and, have a problem with that. And so what is he going to be part of the the Avengers as well? Oh, I doubt it. He's an Iron Man villain. He's just going to stay as like in the Iron Man series. He's not going to join. Nobody knows anything. This is this this was just an interview. There's really nothing. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so this, he, is this is just, is just all him your talking. hypothesis. 
No, no, no. Okay. This is him talking. No? This is this is okay. the actor Ben Kingsley talking in an interview Floating. about okay. about the character and how they could bring him back bring him back to the Marvel, you know, movies. Okay. Yeah. So he probably is coming back somehow. Hopefully, looks like he wants to. Well, uh, anyways, next bit of news: Marvel again, Captain America three. So Captain America three is going to be shooting um, next year, April, start uh, April of next year in Atlanta. But uh, this is this is about Jeremy Renner, who was recently talking in an interview that um, that there was some sort of rumblings of him being in Captain America three, but he really doesn't know what's happening there. So, if if some of you were like me, wondering where the hell uh, where the hell Hawkeye was in Captain America two, this would probably be a great idea because Hawkeye is a great you know Avenger and superhero. He's really he's really he's really awesome, but we haven't really seen the the most awesome parts of him on the screen yet. Like he's pretty much a joke right now in the movies. Nobody even cares about him at all. Everyone says, everyone says he's the worst Avenger. So, <laughs> hopefully he'll have more screen time in Age of Ultron, right. and then he'll show up in Captain America 3, because he should have been in the second one. Okay, okay. Well, um, yeah, I had to ask you, have you seen your uh, your practice commercial on air lately? No. No? Well, I heard I heard a couple people that, that saw you, so I'm wondering where they're they're airing it. Probably MTV or something. MTV, you think so? Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, check out Robert's practice little, little thing. Yeah. That's sure. cool. Yeah. <laughs> but why not? I always used to see like those practice commercials, and I'll be like, where does he get these people? And then voila, now you're in yeah. one. That's pretty cool. So, um, any new news? Anything else you'd like to say? Yes. Um, it's, uh, Star Wars Episode 7 has begun filming again with Harrison Ford back to work and everything. So, I guess that's back on track. Yeah. He's healthy once again? Yeah, probably. Maybe he still has a limp. I don't know. But he's back. Yeah. And time flies. I remember when you just said this a month ago. Yep. Um, Okay. Yeah. And uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, director of Wolf of Wall Street, and you know, the Goodfellas, all that stuff. Uh, apparently, he's developing a Ramones biopic. Ramones, um, the punk band from like 1980s, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's making he's making a movie, a biopic based on them. The last surviving member of the Ramones, Tony Ramone, uh, had passed away at 65, I think, not too long ago, maybe this year. I don't remember. But he, um, the, no, none of the Ramones are alive now, so I guess he's doing a movie now. There's going to be a biopic based on the Ramones. Okay. So it'll be cool to okay. see, you know. And he's the only, um, he's the only, like, I guess, uh, main star, I should say. Is there any other supporting cast that you know that's going to be playing the role? No, it's just, there's nothing. It's just being developed. Just him. Oh, it's being developed. Okay. Probably not even a, there's probably not even a script yet. Just rumors. Okay. No, it's not rumors. It's just announced that he's working on the movie. Cool. Yep, that's about it. And the next two are Fantastic Four news. One of them 
is most likely fake, but probably real. Um, uh, so, anyways, there were set photos for Fantastic Four just came out. They were leaked, and one of them, this is from actually last week, one of them from The Thing, from the Fantastic Four, and it was just like this look, this like bust of The Thing, which is just from neck up and everything, and it was all in this like sort of green screen box, and it showed off like you know the look, but apparently the the Twitter account that tweeted this, which claimed to be Josh Trank, the director, has been has is said that it's fake, you know, that it's no longer that it's not real. But it's a no. fake account. But they haven't said anything about the pictures, just that the that the account they're using is fake. Interesting. Next bit is a uh, Doctor Doom, uh, an actual costume, like it was a leaked photo of a picture of Doctor Doom in costume in 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 again in green screen. And that's the weird thing about this is that we haven't seen any any photos at all that haven't been any any set photos. That means they've been shooting either in sound stages and in green screen the whole movie. Either that okay. or they're doing a great a great a great job of keeping the production and their wraps, but besides that, that's pretty that 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 tells you something because if this whole movie is going to be green screen, is it going to is it going to take something away from this movie? Is it going to feel terrible? Because so far, if it's only going to be green screen, if that's the only leaked photos have come out, then that doesn't sound you know too reassuring. So I don't know how this is going to turn out, and hopefully it's good, but it doesn't sound like it's going you know the right way. So, next bit of news is something that doesn't even count because Harry Potter, the the spin-off that's coming out, Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them, is being directed by the same guy who's just directed the last four Harry Potter movies, David Yates. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm not saying it's something to like celebrate because that's like that's yeah, like getting George I... Lucas to direct another Star Wars movie. It's like, "Oh, okay, it's just George Lucas. Like who else is going to direct it?" You know, it's not really such a big deal. He's directed the last four movies. Of course, he's going to direct this one. Then, I would have been more surprising if they would have gotten somebody like Alfonso Cuarón, you know, to come back and direct it. He directed, you know, the third Harry Potter movie, which is the best Harry Potter movie out of all of them, but also the one who made the least amount of money. So. Well, yeah. I think. I think that the thing we don't have uh, to look forward to, to seeing the same director, is that there's going to be, like, this should take, like, a brand new, fresh person because it's a different idea. What if, like, you know, I feel like if he's going to direct this, we might as well just look at the old Harry Potters. You get me? Like, what other point of view is he going to give us from the story? So, Well, you know. I mean, story-wise, it's going to be... You know, it's going to be very different from Harry Potter, but I'm sure the the whole mood and, and tone of the movie is still going to be exactly yeah. the same as Harry Potter exactly. because of the director. But I don't know if that will necessarily be a bad thing because he did a great job at making the last four Harry Potters, you know, these 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 dark yet entertaining tales of you know the Harry Potter universe, and it didn't and it didn't you know stay all childish like like the last few yeah. like the first two movies, you know. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not really surprising that he's directing it. That's my only problem here. So I was expecting something, you know, some director nobody would have thought of. 
would have been cool, but I don't know. I guess that's a that's a problem. <laughs> I, I mean, who would do if you knew, knowing like up and coming or new, you know, new cinematographers or directors, or whatever? Who would you think would be a good uh, person to try out as a director for, for Harry, Harry Potter? Potter? The next mm-hmm. Harry Potter movies? Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Who would you I, recommend? You don't know? I'm trying to think, but I can't really, I can't really, maybe, you know, I'd probably like to see somebody like Edgar Wright direct uh, a Harry Potter movie. Edgar Wright um, from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all those movies. I would like to see him take, you know, take a shot at a Harry Potter movie because it's so very different from what he's ever done. It's at least the last movies have have established a sort of this dark and, you know, not too much comedic relief, but it's it's there, but it's not it's not like his previous movies that have all been, you know, really funny and action-oriented and it'd be really cool to see him how he would take on something like Harry Potter. Not necessarily the right choice, you know, I'm just saying it'd be cool as an experiment to see what he would do. But like I mentioned before, Alfonso Garun by far would be the next best thing. If they're not going to choose, you know, David Yates, it would definitely be Alfonso Cuaron. Because it'd be really yeah. cool to see him, you know, just not do Harry Potter, but be in the same universe. Because probably for the third movie, his style of directing and the cinematographer that he always works with was probably not the best choice for Harry Potter specifically, but it doesn't mean it wouldn't be a good choice for a movie within the Harry Potter universe. Well, I so, think yeah, that actually be interesting to see somebody else's point of view. Yeah. Different style. Well, that's a nice bit of news. Yeah. Um, there's, there's actually I'm something I wanted, forward. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to talk about something I've been recently hearing about that might actually happen is that Comic-Con might actually leave San Diego come 2016. Really? What would be their city of choice then? I don't know. There's nothing that, that's, that hasn't been mentioned, but it's just that there's rumors that this might be, that 2015 might be the last year of, you know, Comic-Con in San Diego. Maybe they might move it somewhere like with, into Los Angeles and use a, the convention center they use for E3 there. Oh, that'd be maybe I don't know. You, huh? Well, that'd be that'd be a cool thing to do, but it'd be it it would be kind of weird because E3 and Comic Con happen so close to each other, and I think mm-hmm. they kind of overlap. I'm not too sure that it'd be really weird and hard to set that up. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'd I be kind of weird for the them city, to it's, you, know? It's, you know it's helped establish that that event in particular. I mean. Yeah, nobody think, cares about San Diego at all. Yeah, the only thing they think about is the zoo and Comic Con. Yeah. Like yeah, nobody knows anything else about San Diego. Yeah, but um, so be, I mean, I, I don't know if that maybe, would happen. Or maybe it's not leaving San Diego. Maybe it's just gonna do it in a, like you know one more event in another city because they have um. I think yeah, they have San Diego, like New, York. New York. Yeah, they have San Diego, New York, and I think they even have some in Atlanta. I'm not too sure. Yeah, but they, they might. No, they they do they do, do that every it. year, but I'm saying the the Comic Con International, pretty much the big Comic Con, the one that everyone knows about and like you know goes to, which is in, located in San Diego, might not be you know 
happening there anymore. It's kind of weird for that not to be, you know, the the heart of San, of Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It'd be a change, you know, but um, I don't know. That's such a big problem, I guess, because it no, doesn't matter where it's fact. at. I don't know. It's not really. Yeah, it doesn't really matter where it's at. It's going to still be Comic Con. Conveniently in Los Angeles, so that'd be better. Yeah, that'd be pretty. I mean, it don't, it don't really stop anybody. It just has a chance for more people to go. Yeah. Oh, so something I want to talk about, and I usually don't like talking about these things on the shows, mm-hmm. but um, there has been a, a massive like photo leak coming from um, Apple's Lawrence. iCloud, from Apple's oh. iCloud, and it was and it was with a bunch a bunch of celebrities and a bunch of just any anybody who has uh, taken pictures, and the photos have been automatically uploaded to Apple's iCloud. So this includes oh, like tons of like nude photos from like celebrities and stuff. Not really gonna name who, but it's it was a pretty big thing. It was like just surprising. Yeah, I heard today I seen an article scrolling down my timeline or whatever and I seen something that said Jennifer Lawrence and another girl, I forget her name. And then it says, you know, you know, uh, you know, nude uh, leaks or whatever and I'm like, Oh my god, like how would that happen? And yeah, um, I don't it's it's that. kinda it's kinda weird too and it seems like right? Apple's gonna be in deep shit. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> they're gonna be really like screwed Lawrence, over for like, something like that. Yeah, it's not only Jennifer Lawrence is. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Of pretty much uh-huh. most anybody who's ever who's ever um, uploaded anything to the i to the iCloud. You know, I've always never really liked uploading stuff to clouds because it's not real. I never find found it as convenient yeah, as just having it on your phone kind of, or an SD card. You're kind of forced to do that in certain things, like Google like, makes you in every which way. Like, everything that you upload to the drive, technically, it's already on the cloud, and you can't help it because you need it to send out the email. You get me? Yeah, but there's there's ways to turn that off, but it's just not everyone does that because nobody even Mm -hmm. knows about the iCloud. Nobody even cares that that's what it's doing. So it kind of sucks. That's what's what's happening now, you know? That's like evil security breach, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it is it is celebr you know it is celebrities, but that's telling you that there's that having a cloud there's it's not such a good idea, you know, and especially how and it's gonna and it's gonna make Apple have to re re um, redo their whole cloud system completely after something like that because I I heard that it wasn't even that hard for what the guy who um who hacked it he technically didn't even hack it. Apparently, it was just that easy for him to do that. Okay, that's strange. So, so that's, yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of bad for Apple, you know. I mean, I really don't care about Apple, but <laughs> I just know they're going to be in deep crap then. So, anyways, uh, still have a few more things to talk about. Um, this mm-hmm. is actually about Kick-Ass 3, and it's not anything, you know, um, saying that it's going to happen. It's recently in an interview with Chloe Moritz. She was uh, for for the movie If I Stay. She talked. She was asked about Kick-Ass Three, and she thinks that she's done with the character because she's saying that Kick-Ass Three is dead because of film piracy. Because there was so much piracy around uh, Kick-Ass Two that it didn't make nearly enough money, apparently. You okay. know, to 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 warrant a, a third movie. 
And well, there was a she, lot of she saying the second movie. I wonder no, why. No, she may be saying the piracy is the problem, but I think the movie itself was a problem. It was bad. It was such a very bad movie. It was not. It, it was like if they were making fun of the first Kick-Ass movie. Like, Kick-Ass had this, the first movie at least had this sort of, uh, you know, dark underlying comedy to it, but then there's very, this, there was also very dark moments in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And... That seems like something. Kickass Two just seemed like something they were just making fun of. How Kickass One it was it was like a parody of Kickass One essentially, and I I didn't like it because of that. It wasn't just wasn't wasn't good at all. I mean a lot besides you know the the usual things that they didn't you know put from the comics. I mean Kickass One was loosely adapted from the comics. There was a lot of things that that were in the comic books that weren't in the movies, and I understood why it wasn't there, but. I highly doubt that it was piracy that killed Kick-Ass 3. Probably the fact that Kick-Ass 2 was just terrible. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, piracy doesn't just, like, you know, it it affects not only that movie, it affects all movies. So uh, you can't blame it on that one bit of uh, detail there. Uh, It wasn't, yeah, but, I mean, it wasn't really, like I said, good movie. Could have been way better. Anyways, got to start wrapping up then. Okie dokie. So tell yeah. people where they can find you and um, keep up with you. So, yep, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook at the Real Robert AH. You can go on Facebook, uh, look up our pages. That's the movie and uh, the Sasha Marina show. And on Instagram, you can follow me at uh, Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And you guys can go on YouTube, search for more of That's the Movie stuff, or go to the com, And there you can find um, more articles and stuff from Sasha and stuff from me, and as well as, um, you know, previous recordings and stuff for these Monday podcast things. Yeah. Exactly. Or you could also uh, keep up with Robert's uh, podcast as well as an easier way. You can download our app uh, on Google yes. Player, Black Player World, the Sasha Marina Show, and it has a little uh, podcast tab in which, you it, you know, it pretty much syncs in. It archives all of our interviews, all of our segments, and it's... Um, you know, hands on, pretty cool. So, uh, thank you so much for your for your details there, bro. I'm um, looking forward to hear from you next Monday. Alrighty then. Also, are you are you going to see any early screenings that you know of as of yet? As of the moment, no, no, hmm. I do not have anything. I'll probably try. Oh, and I go do. See. I just oh. well, I sorry, I'm I'm gonna butt in, but I just saw the November Man. Um, on the drive-in. You can watch it, like, screenings left I... and right, more than I have. Well, I'm like, I'm the one who actually has to do this, and you're, like, watching more screenings than I am. I'm like, well, I can't even get in my Yeah, head. They just, they're, they're, they're being very uh, easy to get here in Miami, but some of them, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I do apply for a lot that I never get. Um, yeah, I know, I, me too. <laughs> but, uh, but what was I going to say? I went to the drive-in for my first time. So it was like a drive-in theater outside, whatever you guys want to talk about. And we saw The November Man. It was very good. I, I liked it. Pierce Brosnan did a good job. That's pretty cool, then. All right. I thought that's... he was done with movies. All righty. But then he just so, came out uh, with movies. Yep. Okay. So uh, thank you. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And just keep up with us at thetoshamarinashow.com. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at you, savings coming at you. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see you at practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.